0: Alright, hello and my name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Before we get started, the music you just heard is fun, it's upbeat, and in a way kind of depicts me. I would like to thank and give a very special shout out to my friends Marino and Noah Correa who provided the music for this project. They're part of a company called Cinema Sonic, which is a company dedicated to providing quality audio and visual works for your next project. They're planning on opening a new studio in the Seattle area catering to professional level podcast production. If you'd like to learn more, visit their website at cinema-sonic.com. Cinema as in a movie cinema, hyphen, sonic as in supersonic, dot com. Creating is getting a little bit more difficult. It's definitely more of a challenge and it's a good challenge. It's kind of opening a Certain like part of my mind That uh, yeah, it's just it's cool. I'm just talking (laughs) a Few hours ago. I went to the park to meet one of my friends I Brought along my drone (laughs) My drone is about the size of your the palm of your hand. So like if you Removed all of your fingers. It's basically that size a good friend of mine in Colorado got me into flying this this little drone. He actually built one for me, and I'm grateful to have him as a friend, not just for that, for other things, which is super sweet, and I thank him for it. But flying this drone, I recently got a pair of first-person view goggles. Like, if I were flying my drone and I had a friend with me, like I did today, you could let them wear them, and then they can just, it's like they're sitting in the, in the driver's seat of the drone, okay, the passenger seat, because they're not really flying it. It's really cool, because just getting the perspective, it's not, it's very, very low quality, but it's also super cool, because, like, you just get the, the perspective of being up high in the air, and I feel like all humans get the desire to want to be able to fly, which is sweet. It's been a real bummer, but today was like a breakthrough. Today was like the 3rd or 4th day that I've been flying trying to record footage and I actually got footage, which was super cool. And it was cool that my friend was there because like we just got to have a lot of fun. We were talking while I was working on the drone and yeah, I I just downloaded the footage and it's it's pretty pretty cool. Like it's very staticky but there's like a couple cool screenshots that I could get from it. Possibly that was maybe boring for you. If you are just joining, this podcast is a personal and therapeutic tool that I call a vocal diary. It's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and just post them for anybody who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone, because we need some inspiration these days, a little more than a little, and hopefully I can contribute to that. Thank you for listening. I'm not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. I'm just doing it to do it. It's fun. It's like a journal. It's good practice. Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am. Aside from all these stories, they're just like a basic summary of me. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This podcast is conversationally true to how I speak, which should make sense here shortly. So here we go. To win a poor landing is painful. (laughs) This actually reminds me of just flying my drone in that I unfortunately have this problem where the batteries die while I'm flying. I really have no indication of when they're going to die like cuz when they die the drone just falls out of the sky and i've been flying over pavement over concrete and when it falls it hits the ground really hard and sadly it it has broken it a lot and i'm grateful for super glue because super glue actually has held it together pretty well and i unfortunately got super glue on the camera but fortunately I got some nail polish remover from my neighbor because super glue can be removed easily with nail polish remover. I dipped a Q-tip in the nail polish remover anyway and wiped off the camera until I got most of it off. But yeah, poor landing. Just anything falling. Gravity is a thing that we cannot see, but we know it's there. So like if you jump... Ow! I forgot that... My booth is very small. (laughs) So I just hit my head on the ceiling of it. Fortunately, the ceiling is foam. If you jump and you hit the ground, the ground obviously stops you. Like when you're skydiving, you have a lot longer to fall. Spaceships, anything in outer space, they have a lot longer to fall because of gravity. And that's cool. Space is cool. If you want to do, like, anything intricate or anything precise, like landing on the moon, you have to be very, very careful because, really, you have one shot, and then that could be it. You could be done. (laughs) Like, if you drop a brick on the ground, the brick might break, or it might not. If you drop a water balloon on the ground, the water balloon will usually break. If you drop it in grass, it probably won't break, which going back to my drone it's cool because i started flying it over grass it seems like my batteries have been lasting a lot longer <laughs> um, which allows me to like be able to go higher and not worry as much as you know when it falls on the grass because it just kind of bounces it's like a trampoline poor landings be careful when you're like walking cuz you could trip over something and you could fall and you could like actually break something My friend just told me how he was walking. (laughs) Ouch. He had like a bunch of gear like on his back. He noticed that he was falling and his first instinct, (laughs) I don't blame him because I don't know what I would have done. And we both agreed that he didn't have time to respond and just like do the first thing that he knew Was would have been an option, and he said he grabbed, like, a thorn bush and got a bunch of thorns in his hand. Falling hurts. If you can prevent it, that's great. (laughs) It's interesting how humanity has, like, used the actual act of falling as in, like, falling in love. How when you admire someone so much and however love works, (laughs) you, um, yeah... Love is hard to explain. I just know, fortunately, that Jesus loves me a bunch, that he died for me. And in loving him, I am able to, therefore, love other people more than I ever would be able to on my own without him, which is cool. So it's like he fell for me. He fell for humanity. (sighs) Yeah, falling hurts. And like when you've def, like if you fall in love with someone and like you break your heart, you're falling, but then you break. It's like a drone landing on concrete, cement versus grass. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> to when shoes are a collection. All of my life, pretty much, not all of my life, what am I talking about? I, I, I'm pretending like I'm so wise. Shoes are fun. There are very few things that I collect. I don't really collect these anymore, but coins. I have a big coin collection, which is sweet. When you're an adult, you just kind of collect junk. Getting ready for this move, I've got a bunch of junk. Just throwing stuff away, I'm like, I should have thrown this away a while ago. My dad just retired, and he said, going through all of this stuff, why have I been holding on to this for so long? I feel like that's one of our weaknesses is holding on to stuff because it's cool. Why do we like collecting? But shoes, I have never really had like a huge shoe collection. You know, I'll have a pair for a little bit or I'll have a pair and like never wear them. I've never gone so far as to like spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a certain pair of shoes. Like, Air Jordans are definitely beautiful shoes. Someone recently told me that, (laughs) and this is their opinion, this isn't necessarily my opinion because this was a medical professional, they said this shoe company does a good job of making beautiful shoes, but they don't necessarily do a good job of making structured shoes, something like that. I look at a lot of things that you could collect in life. Like I know someone who has a, a really big Corvette collection. Like, people collect cars, people collect coins, people collect shoes. I guess I actually collect books more than anything. Whenever I play Minecraft, I always, always, always make a bookshelf. Or not necessarily a bookshelf, but like a library. Books take up room. I was talking to someone the other day about books and digital books and possibly, like, for me, making the transition to read digital books, I've never actually given him a chance, but he said that he has over 150,000 ebooks. Like, how is that even possible? I can almost barely list the books of the Bible, like the Harry Potter books, the Chronicles and Narnia books. I don't know, that's like together, maybe like 75 or 80 books. I'm not saying collecting is wrong. There's definitely joy that can be found in collecting things, because I collect books. My coin collection, it can get bad to bad at a certain point, though. But collecting shoes, I guess the only thing may be wrong with it, not necessarily wrong, is just like you're spending a lot of money on shoes. Are you ever going to wear these? You can definitely collect things and enjoy them and like pass them on, which is also cool. So I think the next thing that I decide to collect, whatever it is, yeah, I'll try to apply that mentality to it. when I was in Air Force ROTC. My freshman year in college, okay, backtrack a little bit. Did I collect anything when I was a kid? Oh, how could I have forgotten this? When I was a kid, I collected Legos, like duh. That was one of my biggest collections and sadly, it's bittersweet, but it's okay because they're just things. I have no clue where they went. (laughs) I don't think anyone in my family knows where they went. Either that or someone does, and they're not being truthful. Or maybe it was the movers who moved them and like, oh, let's take these. That would be a really big bummer. But anyway, stuff is just stuff. So back to Air Force ROTC. When I was in high school, I wanted to join the military. Flying airplanes would be really cool. Going back to the drone thing, like who doesn't want to fly? That would be really, really cool. I mean, there's a bunch of other areas in the, within the military that you could do that would probably be just as joyful. I do want to take a moment, if you were or are in the military, thank you dearly for everything you sacrificed and just your willingness to serve. It really shows something awesome and admirable just about serving and loving. Thank you. So, yeah, I wanted to join the Air Force or I wanted to join the Navy. I was taking more and more steps to join the Air Force or Navy. I don't remember which one. And then all of a sudden, like, I got an admission letter from Iowa State University. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to college. I'm not really going to go to the military, which is okay. I mean, looking back at it all, I wouldn't want it differently. It was either only first semester or first and second semester. I was in Air Force ROTC and it was cool just to like learn a whole bunch of stuff. I learned a bunch of discipline, (laughs) waking up super early, like being physically fit. I plan to revisit that soon, not ROTC, but just like that discipline and that fitness. I feel like those are not only admirable traits to know how to do, but they're good for your well being. They're not just good traits, they're good for you. Like your body and your mind. Discipline is cool. Probably the biggest thing I took away from it was time management. (laughs) There's not really a lesson with this other than like being grateful for our military, the heroes out on the battlefield and in the air and cyberspace, all that. It's great. Again, like I said, thank you. Physical and mental discipline. Those are two things that I'll take away from this. If you're not already physically and mentally disciplined I would encourage you and challenge you to try to do those things because they are super super rewarding and just help you to think clearly maybe that's why like I've been so the first thing that comes to my mind is like a bowl of a slushy a slushy like kind of just mush (laughs) no I'm more than mush I Don't give myself enough credit sometimes, and we should all give ourselves more credit, and we shouldn't beat ourselves up. This was an interesting talk. Thanks for listening. (coughs) Twin organization is displayed and makes sense. (laughs) Really, this is like probably the last seven years. When you live alone, you don't really have anyone to hold you accountable for... Cleanliness and just organization of your stuff at home. And it's a really big challenge for me, anyway. Sometimes it's more of a challenge than other times because, like, just finding the motivation to make things better is very, very difficult to find. Now, I will say I love doing dishes, so dishes aren't an issue. But I mean, there have definitely been times where they've piled up and it's just like never ending because they, You clean them, but then they pile up at the same time. It's like, why? Yeah, it's frustrating. But when organization is displayed and makes sense, it's like sometimes when there's a lot of like noise inside my head and it's really hard to focus just on anything and not really having, yeah, that discipline. When you let go of that discipline, it's hard because things kind of just get scattered everywhere. Someone said it like, how how your apartment looks or how your living space looks is a depiction of how your mind looks <laughs> so like sometimes it's clear sometimes it's not so clear sometimes it's no it's noisy not necessarily dirty which <laughs> there have been times and I won't talk about them where things have gotten like really bad that it's like some people might think it's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> But it's just, it seems so bizarre because, like, that's actually something that you don't see all the time. And <laughs> I'm starting to be a little bit more vulnerable and free fall, which is okay. One time I, I let my compost go for so long. I was accidentally, well, okay, one of my last topics I talk about, accidents. I was accidentally and non-disciplinarily forgetting the fact that there was, like, this weird smell. Just a whole bunch of maggots appeared one day on my floor. And then that's when I learned how to bleach my floor. <laughs> oh, thank you for listening. Yeah. So I talked about the organization being displayed, but when it makes sense, you know your mess better than anyone else. You know where stuff is. And even within your mind, you know where stuff is. So even if things look like a mess to other people, They might not look like a mess to you, but then there have been times where I just, like, get sick and tired of my mess. We're all messy. We all forget things. We're all ignorant. Just try not to be so ignorant that it actually, like, affects your life. I mean, the maggots didn't really affect my life. Like, it wasn't a life or death thing. It was (laughs) just, like, really? Like, a kind of wake-up call, like, kind of like a silly joke. Someone was playing on me, like, hey, dude, wake up. You got to stay focused. Don't, don't lose sleep. I mean, that's another thing is sleep helps you be able to focus. And that's been a problem as well. But fortunately, the last months have been better. <laughs> I really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. Please feel free to share this with your family and friends and anyone and everyone you know. And also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which acts as my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. La 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 talking. Just talking to myself. Thanks for listening. <loan tiny alive>